Hey people, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I know you guys are surprised there in my voice, but not to worry, we'll talk about that later. I'm sure you guys have the Anchor app. If not, you better download it right now, because Anchor app is a very good app for sharing podcasts and joining with friends and all that. Today's episode is going to be a very interesting one, just like before. Well, well let's get to the business of the day. Good day, everyone. I'm Chibuzo. First off, we're going to be talking about the Michelle Watson, Angela Yu fight night, then moves the Woodley Covington fight, and then the main event. The main event of the month, you have to be at the Sonya Poyakosta. You must be wondering why there's so many people on this um, episode. Yeah, we're going to explain that later, and today's episode is going to be fun for Hey, everybody. Welcome once again. It's your very pleasant host hope sure you were asking where i was or here right now today with me i have two amazing people first off the first voice you heard is that friend i was talking about in episode five you know the one i was giving a shout out to that annoying person Kichi, how are you i'm very fine thank you are you laughing Mm -mm. you know i'm saying the truth (laughs) Anyway, Kitty is here. She's my friend, and UFC brought us together. And we've been saying we'll do this for a while, but it's not easy to get this chicken. <laughs> but finally, got in her today. And with me, we have uh, her awesome brother also, Chibuzo. Say hi. Hi, guys. All right. Like they've said, we're going to be talking about a whole lot because you know like i said it was not easy to get them so we'll make use of the opportunity last week i gave you a fairly short episode but now you know why it's because this episode might be long so (laughs) brace yourself don't worry we'll try to keep it as short as possible we'll be starting with ufc fight night waterson versus hill very happy i have people to help me talk about this thing today because you know i always struggle with the name pronunciation but maybe I'll pass that role to somebody else today. Let's see how they fare. So, Chibuzo. First fight, featherweight bout, Billy Quentino, Quentilo versus Carl Nelson. Second fight, lightweight, Bobby Green versus Alan Patrick. Then, light heavyweight, Ed Eman, Mike Rodriguez. Women's flyweight, Roxen, Mother Fevy, Angel, uh, Andre Lee. Lightweight, Otman, Azieta, Kamawadi, and the main event, women's with Michelle Watson, Angela Hill. Okay, thank you very much. Now, for the people that won the fight and in the in the manner which they won it, have you guys noticed that everybody that won today was in the red corner? Yeah, I noticed it. Nobody from the blue, blue corner won. That's very strange. I don't know if I've experienced that before. So it's something to... It's just one of those days, I guess. The first fight, Billy Quarantillo versus Kyle Nelson, was a KO in round three. The, yeah. the match was almost over. Did you guys watch the fight, if I may ask? No. You didn't watch this fight. I guess um, it will be on replay later on Super Sports, so you can get to it. 
But yeah, the first round, the first fight was a KO in round three. Lightweight Bobby Green versus Alan Patrick, and Bobby Green won. It was a decision win after three rounds, three five five minute rounds. Okay. Then we have um, Ed Herman versus Mike Rodriguez. It was a submission in round three that went to Ed Herman. And then Roxy Mother Fairy, the lady with 43 professional fights under her belt versus Andrea Lee. I'm very happy to see that she won this fight. She lost her last fight. Now she's a veteran, kind of, even if she's kind of new in the UFC through joining through um, the Ultimate Fighter. So she hasn't really had much success. But everybody likes her because of her personality, I guess. Yeah. Do you guys watch the Ultimate Fighter? No. No. All right. Well, they haven't released any this year, I guess, because of COVID. It's actually very interesting. It's like a big brother house for fighters, kind of. But more focused on the fight, obviously. And I watched her in her season. She was fun to watch. Uh, Otman Azaita versus Kamawardi. It was a round one kill with one minute and three seconds left on the clock. And Demetrio Watson versus Angela Hill. It's a five-round bout. It went the whole distance. And Michel Watson won. Everybody from the Red Corner women. Well, we don't see that every day. But in order to get my guests more into this episode, let's, on the 20th of September, enter the next fight night, which is happening. That's next week. You know, this sounds like, they call it a fight night, but I think it looks more like a pay-per-view, right? Chibuzo, yeah, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, I feel like um, this alone in a month make a month. This alone would make a month interesting. Like it's more than just it's more than just a fight night, man. More than just any fight fight night. Like this is a fight we've all been waiting for even before um the old Corona shit started. Like this fight was supposed to happen, but shit happened and they cancelled. But this is a fight like almost every UFC fan wants to see. Um, Woodley versus Covington, like that—that's that that's matchup word, uh, right? And apart from that, we also have Cowboy on the card. We have the the newly proclaimed king of Fight Island, Kamzak, on the card. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Sorry, Shemev. Yeah, Shemev is on the card. <laughs> then we also have who else? Okay, this is not the card, but at least these three alone. Yeah, enough to make uh, enough to make a whole pay per view, and they are giving it to us as a fight night. It's truly going to be a September to remember. Yeah. So the very first uh, fight is going to be middleweight Kevin Holland versus Darren Stewart. Kevin Holland has 18 wins and five losses. Darren Stewart has 12 wins, five losses, one no contest. So Nkechi, what do you think about this first fight? I think it's going to be a nice one, but I hope Darren Stewart wins. Why? Because he looks like Darren Woodley. Maybe. <laughs> uh, you know, these people are still coming up the the middleweight division. Everybody is looking at the top, but obviously these guys are still down there. I don't know how they are going to break through with so much star quality, but let's just keep rooting for them and seeing how things go. And then we have the women's straw with Mackenzie Dem versus Randa Marcos. Does anybody know these two people? I don't know about Mackenzie. 
They know much about her, but I guess I've seen a few of her highlights before. Did she fight in Fight Island? Um, I think so. I don't know the name. Okay. I think there was a lady that fought in Fight Island that I fell in love with, but now I've forgotten her name. Um, anyway. With the new submission. With, yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah. What was her name? I can't, I can't remember. Okay. Anyways, so Mackenzie Dem has eight wins and one loss. Randa Marcos has 10 wins, nine losses, and one no contest. So that means Randa Marcos has won only 50% of her fights. Yeah. And Mackenzie Dem has won almost all her fights, losing only one. But if you put it in perspective, Mackenzie Dem has fought 10 times only, and Randa Marcos has fought 20 times. So this might be a fight of skill, that's in Mackenzie Dem versus experience in Randa Marcos. So when you put skill versus experience, who do you think is going to win? I think Mackenzie. Oh, um, I remember a fight to them and a cipher, and I mean, she dominated the fight. I don't know. Yeah. Right. So those those eight those um dominant wins are not for nothing. Because I see um Randy Marcos as um what is the name stepping stone for Mackenzie for Mackenzie to um what is the name to go up to go up in um ranking. Okay. But who is at the top of the strawweight division again? The champion, Willie. Right. Willie is so tough because <laughs> Really is a beast. I don't know how. Like seriously, the current champions. I don't see anybody taking their belts so easily, in yeah. almost all divisions. No, not almost all divisions. I don't think. I don't think that for the heavyweight champion. No, not heavyweight featherweight men's featherweight. Who is the men's featherweight? Um, what's that? Alexander Volkanovski. Okay. Okay. Uh, why don't you think that for Volkanovski? I don't think he's a tough guy. I don't see him as a tough guy. Well, he seemed like a tough guy in the very first fight. Yeah, the very first fight. In the, the first, in the first fight versus Holloway, but he seemed <laughs> exposed in the second fight. I'm very surprised that. I I mean, we both talked about it, yeah. and we're surprised that. He got the belt, even if I felt like he was going to win based on his first showing. Uh, well, I guess that's why I said almost all divisions because the rest, man. Do you think, um, Chibuzo, you mentioned heavyweight. Yeah. And Ghana will do the job in the second fight. He will get, he will get it done. First fight, well, Ghana know, inexperienced. Ghana was, you think he was inexperienced for the first fight too? Yeah. Yeah, well, we can't put it again past Tipe, though. Tipe is a, he's also a, a, he's good, but people don't like him. So they're always rooting against him. I don't know why. I always want the other person to win <laughs> when it comes to Tipe. The last match, I know we are going to, uh, obviously, going a little bit off track here, but for that last match, I was so disappointed they call me. I've not even been able to talk about it. <laughs> Funny enough, I like the fact DC lost. So Ngano Why? chance against TP. Right. Yeah. But yeah, like the whole 
the whole champ, all the champions. Okay, all the champions, especially this new the, the, the bantamweight and the flyweight, the people that inherited Seudo's two yeah belts, Petarian and Davison Figueredo. Yeah. Those guys are crazy. Well, the good thing about it is whenever there is like an obstacle in the form of a champion, people have to adapt their game and evolve into better fighters. So it's going to be fun seeing what happens. All right, let's get back on track. Johnny Walker versus Ryan Spann. Johnny Walker has 17 wins and five losses. Ryan Spann has 18 wins and five losses. What do you guys make of this one? So, um, so here's the thing. Johnny Walker just changed coach. I, I guess yeah, he changed changed him his name, changed his coach, and some there will be some changes in his game. You know, Johnny Walker was once like I don't know, it was once like um this dude with this crazy hype thing. Sugar, sugar show. Yeah, it was once like Sugar Show. Um, Speed Jesus, like many guys, but I in process like he got mess, messed up. How do I put it? Like the UFC pushed him. Pushed him forward quickly, and that was why um that was why he suffered in his last four three three fights, and I feel like I'm sorry for going off um of chat, but I feel like um Shimev is going to Shimev might end up in that situation soon, but I'd have to come back to John Walker fight. John Walker, I believe John Walker will get job done against Vanspan based on um little changes little changes around in training um in training camp and other things. Yeah, because the training camps are very um, important to fight fighters' growth, right? Yeah. Like you mentioned about um, Sugar Show. Yeah. I watched a video where he didn't really. He said he didn't really believe in training camps. That he was coming from a place where you can fight two to three fights a week, or even yeah. more than one fight in a fight night. So like he just believes in natural. Uh, skill or something like that but they quickly realize along the way that you actually need all the help you can get and the training camps are so very important so let's see what happens in this match so what do you think is going to happen johnny walker versus ryan span i think i'm his name johnny walker tko johnny walker tko second round kick first then more the guy with some punches wow we have our very own Nostradamus on the show. He has seen the future, telling us exactly how it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have we even gotten to half of the show. Kamzat Chimer versus Gerald Meshat. I'm going to allow Chibuzo go into this one because you already mentioned it. Before, so. Um, I don't know. I see. <laughs> From this whole setup, um, I'm, right now I'm looking at Shimel's record. It's oh, oh, right. I'm. Um, it's going to be nine, pretty soon. But I believe we will get the job done against um Jared. Shimel right now, I don't know. He has like the biggest hype train. Um, he has like biggest support right now. So all I put it, there's a lot of, like, he's always he's going to perform right now. Like this is like this is his time. She's going to do great in this fight. Um, I believe it's going to be a first round win as usual, like, and it's going to it's going to grapple Gerard and other things. But yes, yes I think, I'm sorry for going too far. But yes, I think I'm. I can't wait for him to start fighting rank fighters. I don't know, if it, like I'm 18, but I can't wait for him to start <laughs> fighting rank fighters. I don't know. I can't wait for that. 
Yeah, because then you can truly see if this this person is for real or it's just another yeah. hype train. He fought yeah. twice in Fight Island, and the two fights he dominated. Yeah, and that's how he he got the the mini title as the king. Yeah. All right, so welterweight, we have the co-main event, a very young cowboy versus Nico Price. I don't even know where cowboy picks this fight from. Like, cowboy is one person that he can just pick any fight (laughs) at any time. And I feel like that's why, like, his record is now, it was, at the point, it was stellar, but now it seems like he's gathering losses. Yeah. Like, you know, most people, they chill. Like, you see um, Stipe, he didn't agree to fight anybody until uh, Komie decided to give him a rematch. You get... But yeah. I guess for for Cowboy, give him any fight, any time, and he's in. I don't know why he's doing that. I think it worked for him at the point. It's obvious yeah. because, like, he has a very... I think he has... Does this deal... Hold the record for the most win in UFC. Yeah. Wins. I think yeah, so, yeah. so. It worked for him, and he's one of the round the year fighters. Keeps fighting, but I think at this age, you try to pick his fights more. Now he's going against Nico Price. I for this fight also, like I don't. I'm just going to say I have no confidence in Cowboy at the moment. Yeah. Like, <laughs> get you too. I don't have any confidence in him anymore. Like, no silver of confidence in you at all? At all. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it didn't just come from nowhere. It's based on this, his recent, recent performances. Yeah. Kobe Covington versus Tyron Woodley. Who here thinks that Covington win? Hands up. Yeah, My hands are up for those people that can't see. Chibuzo, are you also? Yeah. All right, give us your analysis, your future scene analysis as usual. Um, quick shit. Um, Woodley is like Woodley. Woodley is a bit sloppy now. Um, I know. Yeah, he's a counter. He's a counter striker, but even why, even why he plans to counter strike, like at least he should throw some punches, like. Covington keeps on moving, keeps on moving to the cage, which would be really bad for him. Um, sorry, Woodley keeps on moving to the cage, which, which would be really bad for him. Knowing Covington is a grappler, and um, grapplers, like grapplers, love moving, pushing the opponents, um, what is his name, to the cage, so they can take them down. And Covington automatically, automatically does that. He goes to the cage, to him, what is his name, so he can counter strike and do some shit. Like his last match, I, I was so pissed off because I was rooting for him um, against. This, I wanted him to win, but like he messed up. His whole game was his game was whack. His um striking, striking, his whole, like everything about him was messed up. I don't think he can. I don't think he'll be able, he'll be able to win. Um, although I want him to win, as I'm I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of Covington. I want him to win, but I know Covington beat him. Okay, Nketi, what do you have to say about this one? I don't like Covington at all. But I, so I hope Woodley wins. But Woodley's fight of late is just annoying. I got angry with um, the fight with Gilbert Bones. I stopped watching at the point. I got angry. So, but, I, but I hope he wins. 
this fight, what I see are two men that have been decimated by Usman. <laughs> exactly. Because remember, Tyron Woodley was the champion before Usman met him. Yeah. And after Usman finished with him, he became the Tyron Woodley we now know. Although we saw it in the fight, we saw it in the Usman fight, and everybody was asking what's happening, and we just saw Usman go through a whole champion. Mm-hmm. And then the Gilbert Burns too. Gilbert did the same thing to him. We don't know whether it's because Usman has broken his will or because uh, Usman and Gilbert are from the same team. And then now we also have Covington, who Usman, even if he didn't do exactly the same thing, the, the match was a very, very interesting one. Still yeah. one of the top fights that I've seen. Even if he did not dominate Covington like that, he ended up breaking his jaw. <laughs> do you guys remember that? Yeah, I do. He ended up breaking Covington's jaw. So I see two men that have been broken by Usman coming to Basley out to see who, who, who exactly had their will more broken. Because the way I see it, this is my own point of view now. Um, Covington might not be the same after that fight. Just the same way Wooly has not been the same since his own fight. You get. But I feel like Covington is... Everybody hates to love Covington. But because of his skill, I just can't completely dislike him. Because the guy is good. His constant pressure, his striking, his grappling. I mean, everybody that Usman and Covington has fought, Covington has more output than Usman did in the fight. Like, statistically speaking, his pressure, his forward movement, his grappling and everything. But it didn't mean anything during their fight, Shad. (laughs) Usman still came out. But you know, he almost lost that. Usman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Based on one judge's scoring, if yeah, if it they left it to the judge, that yeah. there was a judge that gave Covington two rounds or something like that, and it would have been a very very interesting night. So it's a good thing it didn't go the way it went. Yeah. So everybody is saying Covington will win, but they don't like him to win. Yeah. Is that the general consensus? That's it. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's move on to UFC 253. The one we've all been waiting for. So the first fight that is on the card for now, you know things might still change between now and that time. Off the bat, Dominic Reyes is fighting in this one. That's the full main event. We'll get to that one. But we have in featherweight, Hakim Daoudou versus Zubaira Hugov. And this person with... Some Nigerian lineage has 11 wins, one loss, one draw. And Zubaira Tugov has 19 wins, four losses, one draw. Has anybody here watched Hakim fight? Because I haven't. Um, I saw his um, highlight on UFC Reloaded. No, Hakim is a beast, honestly. Um, with the way he fights in like two years or three years, I see him as one of the top featherweight fighters. He might even become champion. The guys, like, it's is what his nickname is. He's mean. Like Akim, Akim is crazy. Like from the have first, ever, have you ever seen a picture of him smiling? He's always no. Even <laughs> <laughs> interviews, he's always he's always looking mean. Like from his first fight, I loved him. 
I I didn't even ch- um I checked last week um his um background and all that and so I found that the guy's Nigerian from the first fight I knew he was without checking you know Akim Akim's a beast you need to watch him. Alright, uh, before the fight, I'm going to con- completely go through his his fight and see what happens. So, are you saying Hakim wins this one? Yeah. Alright, but this took off, like we said, experience, 19 wins and just four losses. And, so he's act. And remember, his opponent is Russian. They, they don't they don't do stand up, so it's going to be it's going to be crazy too. All right, so let's 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 move on to the next one. Kai Kara France versus Brandon Royval. That's a flyweight bout. I have not heard any of these things before. Me too. <laughs> so nobody here has heard this. So where did they bring them from? And um, they've <laughs> actually been fighting. Um, Kai Kara France has twenty one wins, eight losses, zero draws, and one no contest. Brandon Ruival has 11 wins and four losses. So let's just let's guess. Oh, I, yeah, I okay. must watch from the nickname. Like <laughs> Kyle's nickname is Don't Blink and um Brandon Raw Dog. Like <laughs> these two might be crazy fighters. Raw Dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> All right. Maybe that's the reason why they put them together. <laughs> <laughs> it's really crazy. There's a lot to look forward to in this month, man. Yeah. All right, and so I'm... if you if you were to just pick by their nicknames, Don't Blink and Raw Dog, who are you going to pick? I see Raw Dog. Don't Blink. <laughs> I'm going with Raw Dog because <laughs> even a dog that is not raw is still very, very dangerous. So yeah. now imagine them calling somebody Raw Dog. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, but they feed each other. Don't bleak because a raw dog is coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Dominic Reyes, Jan Blackowitz. Yeah, like, honestly, um, I'm looking forward to this match and the main event because <laughs> I love Dominic Reyes. Now, there's something about Dominic Reyes that you can, that few fighters possess. Like, the most, like, Dominic Reyes is in this category whereby he don't want to miss his match for anything. You know, his, you know his, his fight is going to be crazy. Like, you're expecting a knockout or a tickle win from Dominic Reyes. Another fighter is like that is this dude, um, flyweight, um, flyweight interim champion, Justin Gagey. Like, Dominic Reyes always brings the A to the, to the, the, the fights. Dominic Reyes, his record 12-1. And from his last his last fight, the one was from the yeah, boy's name, UFC GOAT, um John Jones. And most people believe he won. Like so the most people said Yeah, I also believe he won. Yeah, most people said Jones won three two and he won um three two. Um, I was in Jones side because I love John Jones. But Dominic Reyes is a beast. And funny enough, Dominic has blue belt in BJJ. So you might think, um, oh, his striking game is just top notch and he's grappling. You might won't take him to the ground and you find that he's also a beast there. Like on the floor, you want to stand up. And when you stand up, you're scared of, like, why did I get up? Um, <laughs> from his wins, like against top top fighters, Chris Wildman, and he won in first round KO. Um, Vulcan, Oz, I can't pronounce that name well, split decision, third round, yeah. Even uh, more his name, Ovin St. Pierre, split decision. Jared Cannonier, that was first round TKO. Like, 
Namkias is a beast. Like, he's one, he's one guy you always want to watch. You don't want to meet, miss Namkias, honestly. All right. We're going to take your word for it because I don't think anybody can put it any better than you just did. And I also thought he won that fight. I thought he won that fight. I thought it was unfair. Just the same way I thought it was unfair that uh, Volkanovski won his fight against uh, the blessed one. But I don't know. I feel like for you to actually win a UFC championship, the belt, maybe you have to TKO the person or submit the person so that it's clear. Because nowadays, even the, the commentators always call out the judges. I don't know. The commentators and judges, they must have this beef because whenever the decisions are called, you see them asking, like, really? What match were they watching? And what match are we watching? So what exactly is going on here? So I feel like for you to win a championship now, man, just find a way to end it before the decision. So I don't know what's happening now. But, yeah. yeah I also from, think... Um, sorry. Okay. Fierce Jones fight... Fighters were already commenting on, on judges and what his name is shown, including Max Solovic, same guy that got messed up by them by same judges. I don't know if they changed him. Max was like, um, MMA is a big sport, and like from for each round, the judge is supposed to be showing the score, like the score. So at the end, we know they're not going to change anything, or like they're not going to put their emotions into shit. They, they should just do the job, and like he mentioned that. From Dominic Fierce Jones' fight, like months before his fight, and at the end of the day, he still got fucked up by them. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we're seeing now. That's why I don't like it, but like I said, it will encourage people to finish their fights before the hand. Except either that, or you just win in a way that nobody can. Even a blind man who say, "Ah, no, now they beat this person. Why are you giving him the?" championship you get so that's it for now we'll see that fight coming up 26th can't wait anyway the reason why we are here is really the sonia versus paulo costa undefeated versus undefeated 19 and 0 versus 13 and 0 slim and lanky versus buff and stocky (laughs) <laughs> plenty, plenty vessels to go around. Nice, what do you think? Yeah, I think someone is going to have a one to the record. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can see you're also in Nostradamus. You can predict the future. Obviously, <laughs> somebody is going to have a one to the record because <laughs> everybody is undefeated. Yeah. But <clears throat> break it down for us. We, okay. we all have this. Talk about this, this yeah, thing. In yeah, fact, yeah. soon start arguing. <laughs> it is. I have personal love for Adesoya. So there's nobody Adesoya will fight with that will support the opponent. It is always Adesoya. Hmm. And I've never, I've not really seen Costa's fight. I've not really seen his fight. Are you seeing the fight versus um, UL? Romero. Yeah. I didn't, I did not really watch it. I saw it, but I did not really watch it. I think he was 36. Also, the fight, the night of um, Adesanya Gastelum, I think. I'm not sure. But, yeah. The fight was, <laughs> you know, when they say Bas Bus. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Okay, I I thought you were one, but you know now he sleeps for a bit and then he just wakes up towards the end. So even at the end of the fight, the both of them walked to the judges' um, corner to go and ask. Imagine they told you that you won't fight and you're going to go and meet the judge, put the person that won, the person that lost. So a lot of people thought you won the fight. So Costa is a beast. Like, he's the beast. The eraser is called that name for a reason. Like, he also has a, a, a very an unblemished record, although he has lost unprofessionally. But since he began, he has not lost. And yeah. everybody sees his muzzles, like, uh, yeah. Hulk. This guy was... He's, he was walking around at 220 pounds. That is heavyweight, clear heavyweight. But for some reason, he can cut all that weight down to 185 pounds. Is he fair? And you come and fight uh, Israel at 185 pounds. I don't even know. I don't know how he's going to make the weight, but I guess he has enough time. I think. And here's the funny thing about his um, weight. Like it's not do you two hundred and I don't know pounds that not, not just fat or I don't know useless meat for calling calling me they're not just fat they're muscles and for someone to cut to burn down or cut down muscles like in less than in less than a month or two no that person is a beast. Hmm. I don't know if he's going to make the weight, but has he ever lost weight? Has he ever not made weight? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know much about that. No, I don't think there's ever been a time where he didn't make weight. Uh, but I don't know if he has ever been this overweight. But we'll just have to see. For Costa, he he was a bodybuilder, obviously. <laughs> he was a bodybuilder, and that's why his body is like that. But for some reason, he decided to try out for the UFC. Oh, and yeah. And he only knows one one direction, and that's forward. Yeah. He does not move back for anything. He eats the shots. He eats the shots and he goes forward. He you will punch him and he's still coming forward. So that that might for me, I feel like that will, what might make him win. And I feel like that will also be his downfall. Yeah. I feel like that will be his downfall too. Because what I think is he's definitely going to get some counter-strike. But now the thing is, is are the counter-strikes enough to get him down? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's the thing about Adesanya. Um, counter, like, Adesanya says, um, most fighters, like, according to Adesanya, most fighters just um, shoot and wish. Adesanya aims on fire, like, Adesanya has that power. We also is um we saw his fight against Whitaker, even against um Derek Bronson. Like he might be skinny, but the power the power is there. Um, so Adesanya Adesanya counter strikes don't be like don't be they don't be like trashy counter strikes. So we also sorry for going far. We also the Gagey um to, um Ferguson fight like those counter strikes from Gagey. We're going to see something other than that from Adesanya, I believe. Yeah, and a lot of people just. Look at this one and look at the hype train. Look at the way he behaves, and they feel like, oh, he's just a hype train. And they felt like they felt that way until he won the belt. He won the interim and then won the and then unified it. Yeah. Oh, but a lot of people don't know that he also has almost eighty professional 
I think 80 professional um, kickboxing fights. Right. Where he fought at heavier weights than middleweight also. And then he also has, I think, five professional boxing fights. So he's not just coming, like, this 19 and 0 is not, like, his only record. Yeah. So sometimes I also forget that and I'll be like, ah, can this guy win? But I know that he has been in the ring. Like, I've gone to watch some of his kickboxing fights. He has been yeah. in the ring with guys like Costa in the past. Yeah. You get. So when yeah. it comes to experience, at this point, experience is miles ahead of Costa. Like, when yeah. you say miles, like, experience in fighting. I don't know about maybe on the maybe on the ground on some underground fights that Costa might have had that nobody heard of. But the one that we can see when you look up the fighters, you go to YouTube, you yeah. go to um, you go on all these MMA sites, you can see all of Adesanya's previous fights. I've even like seen some of the previous knockouts that he has had because nobody has been able to give him that much pressure in the UFC board. I think in kickboxing he was knocked out once or twice. Yeah. Uh, I know that if I get this thing wrong and at this point I listen, he will be very angry. <laughs> yeah, and um, he lost twice to the same guy in kickboxing, Alex M. Pear or something like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. forget about like at this. At this point, I think is a beast, honestly. I'm. Um, at this point, at this point, whatever whatever at gets, at this point, I work for it, honestly. Um, Costa now. <laughs> Um, Costa, like his record and his fights, like most people, most people don't know much about Costa. I think, okay, um, yeah, this one is technical and this Costa is a pushover. I don't, I don't see Costa as that kind of fighter. Yeah, from Costa's record, like two time performance of the night against them via all, via all, like damn, like if you're a two MMA fighter, you, you two MMA fan, like you know, via all is not a pushover. And even them, what's his name? I don't know if you watch his fights, but did you watch him, Costa and um, Johnny Hendricks fight? No, I didn't watch that one. <laughs> like you need to watch it. Like after watching it, you wouldn't believe Johnny Hendricks. Johnny Hendricks was a, was a champion. Them, what's his name? In the UFC, Costa dominated this dude. Like Costa, Costa was imposing in this fight. Costa, I don't know. Costa, Costa dominated him. Why am I his name? Three Costa, you were um. You were Romero fight like from that I believe if you're a true fan you would you would get your your info there I am I just know I was going to win why why am I saying this Romero was not scared of exchanging punches with Costa like it was a slugfest we as we all saw it Romero was not scared of was going back at Costa like Romero was not scared of doing the bass boost with Costa but if you notice against Adesanya like Romero was a bit calm like. A new little mistake and the fight will be over. So Romero was very, very, very precise in the old fight. Like moving, go back, joke a little, waste time, um, gain energy back and strike. Like, but against Costa, Romero was not scared. Romero even did like if you can go back to what the fight when Romero knocked um Costa down, there was this trick he did. It was a hey, look there, look there, power. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Romero was Romero was joking in the fight. Like Romero was willing to exchange, but against Adesanya, Romero was calm as fuck. Cause little mistake, Adesanya always said, "I don't, I don't, I don't shoot and wish. I aim and fire." Like yeah, yeah. that, that yeah. alone, that alone has shown that Adesanya's striking game is better than Costa's striking game to me. And if you all know, like honestly to me, 
Costa is not the Costa is not the best time style and matchup against them. I just yeah, knowing it's just it's all stand up. Yes, I know he has a black belt in BJJ, but I just think he has one of the best takedown defense in the UFC. But um, from his old style and his old fighting and fight way, I don't think he's the best matchup. I don't know, like I'm going too far. Like watching Avatar now, um, the Firebenders are not the best against Airbenders because they will get frustrated and tired. Like you shoot and these guys. <laughs> You shoot and this guy's block. You shoot and this guy's like the party then they attack. Like that's what Alessandro is going to do. And even from the Romero um Costa fight, like after exchanging like ten punches, Romero and Costa will move back, catch your vet, move forward. Alessandro is in that fight. Alessandro go dog you from the beginning to the end of the fight. Now um most casuals were saying um the the ring size, the cage size would um affect Addison Yaz game. Like, I don't, I don't know, but I believe that was dumb for them to say because Addison Yaz is a kickboxer and the kickboxing and um, what his name ring is squared circle is actually smaller than um, the UFC of that yeah. one. And it, has, it has more traps, how would I say? Like, it has, UFC doesn't have him. I would like, it doesn't have any vectors. Um, okay. Let me just say that way. Like, but the GM, what is name? Square Circle has four, four angles that you can push your opponent to and destroy him there. But this one has to find a way to dance around his opponent and, and dismantle them. Like, honestly, the match is going to be crazy. Um, let, me, let me give it here. Yeah. Exactly what you said. Like, your analysis is spot on. I also have the same mentality. Although I have a friend who is going to come on the next episode who believes that Costa's constant pressure might be too much for Adesanya to handle. But one thing I know is this. The match, I don't see it going the full distance. I don't see it going the full distance. And I say that because, like you said, in the Costa-Romero fight, they will exchange and rest a bit. Exchange and rest a bit. And that was just three rounds fight. We could clearly see that they were tired. Uh, this Costa has never fought five rounds. So if he even barely makes it out of the the three-round range, I think if they get to that point, then the match is over. Adesanya has been fighting five rounds now for how many fights? Like, that's the only fight he knows at the moment. If he can get to that point, if it gets to that point without any of them going down, I don't see how Costa is going to come out of it. Especially seeing as he has to cut weight and all that, he He's not an endurance fighter. But also, one little mistake from Adesanya could also end his own match because yeah. of how the way Costa moves forward. But I believe in the dodging pedigree of Adesanya. Like, see the way he evaded? <laughs> he was evading Whitaker. Like, he was just moving. He always moves out of the way just barely enough so that he can land his punch. Just imagine those check hooks given to Whitaker. Like, you can't even blame Whitaker for falling down because those were perfectly <laughs> timed. So the match, uh, this is a match I don't see going full distance. I wish he can enter four and five rounds just because we've been waiting for it for a long time so that we can actually see more uh, more fights in a way, a longer fight. But I don't know. I don't think he's going to get up to that. I think either Adesanya goes down but most likely Costa will go down. Most likely. Uh, in case she, um, she analyzes fights from her heart. <laughs> it depends on who she loves. If you ask her now, 
if if I want to throw a curveball at her now, I'll just ask her Kabi versus Gechi. She will be able to say anything. We are in Kechi answer. Kabib Gechi. Kabib. Kabib. Yeah. That's that's because you love Kabib more. I like Gechi too. You like Gechi too, but you love Kabib. <laughs> anyway. So um yeah. At this one yeah, Costa. I mean, like I'm preparing for that day like it's the World Cup. Because, like in Katie said, somebody's going to have a one on their record that day. And for now, I'm seeing that one in Costa's name. Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot for stopping over today. Do you have anything else you want to add? Because in Katie, I feel like your voice, you didn't really hear it here today. What did you say? Mm-hmm. I said I feel like we didn't really hear your voice today. because uh, you because you are not talking about Amanda. <laughs> so it's only Amanda that you have strength for. Uh, yeah, I have full strength for her. Okay, don't worry. Her next fight now, you'll be the lead in that episode. You know, did you hear that at a point when when Costa was he was not clear to fight, he went to fake a medical report. Yeah, because he yeah. wanted to fight at this point, so bad. I don't even understand where the beef between the both of them comes from. Is it because both competed? Yeah, I, I had. I was like, um, after after the fight with them, Kevin. That's the one. No, sorry, no, Kevin. Yes, no. Um, Derek Benson, he mm. called the, and he asked for a fight against the more name, but Achina. Like I don't know, mm. like the beef. The beef has been there for a very long time. I don't know. So I don't see this fight. Honestly, I don't see this fight as um a fight that once they're done, they're going to shake each other or all each other. I believe there might even be a two in this fight. I believe there might be a two. Hmm. Yeah, I they, they've said it. Palcosa has said it that it, the fight the fight is personal and he's not shaking Adesanya's hand at the end of the fight. But I've seen Adesanya mention say something like that before, and at the end of the fight, he still goes to pay the fighters' respect and all that. Like that's another reason why I like him. Like he can talk, he talks, he talks the talk, he walks the walk, and at the end of it, he's not just overly pompous and like all over the place. He's still kind of pays his respect, like acknowledges the person. But I don't I don't think that he's going to do it in this fight. But yeah, let's see how it goes. All right guys, thanks, thanks a lot for coming on. You guys are the real MVPs, the very first guests I'm having on the show. Even if it took more than a month, I believe, to drag one and tea out. Well, Chibuzo, you've been a real pleasure to have. Um, I'll be very happy to have you another time, maybe for another great fight. We'll see how that goes. All right, people, so that's our show for today. I've held you for long enough and I'm about to let you go. Thank you for sticking through to the end. I know it was a long episode, but it wasn't just long for nothing. As you can see, we really sunk our feet into the fights that are coming up. And having a lot more people on the show 
made it much more interesting to just keep on talking and talking and talking that might not even be the end to be honest we have to continue another time but for now i just want to drop the random facts like i normally do and then i'll catch you all next week so the random fact today is that did you know that coca-cola is banned in two countries in the world i'll give you just a second to think about one country that country has a leader that his name ends in Un. any ideas yes yeah, so coca-cola is banned in north korea and cuba officially you can't get coca-cola in those two countries and they're the only countries in the whole wide world can you imagine i'm not going there because i love coca-cola anyways thanks for stopping by guys see you next week